2: Happy Thanksgiving week, everyone, a special Tuesday edition of Gimme the Hot Sauce coming your way as everybody's getting ready to make their travel plans, to head out to visit family and friends for Thanksgiving. We are all here in studio, Stacy's alongside, he's uh, getting ready to head out on a six-game road trip, although it's going to be one game, one game, and then four as they head out to the West Coast. Timmy's here, and we have a special guest in studio, the one and only Andy, (laughs) representing Angel Water, Andy. First of all, I want to start. Uh, apologize for the conduct of my two co-hosts. We We've butchered that you read for all these weeks. We're, we're sorry. Uh, we appreciate your business.
3: Okay. First of all, before you even say anything, here comes Mark. Mark, hair you know comes. what? Mark, Mark, you're the biggest suck up I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Mark, Mark is acting like he's not involved. And in ladies and gentlemen, America, let us introduce. Chief Little Legs, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he is known as Chief Little Legs. I know you guys are saying, "Who's Andy?" We don't oh, ever heard of Andy before. Yeah. You know about Chief Little Legs. Our little stories about Chief Little Legs. He's right here oh, in man. studio today, God. and he is he's sitting on a phone book, <laughs> but, but he's here today. He's But, a great but, our but
0: Mark makes a good point. We're trying to keep sponsors. Now. Yes, yeah. We're trying to, oh, not trying not to run me, people off. Tell me you <laughs> suck it up too. <laughs> oh no, I won't. I, I, oh hey, man, just like you give me thirty years of abuse, I've now passed it on down to Andy here. So that's.
3: Hey. You know what they say, shit rolls downhill. That's all
0: they say. <laughs> all I can say
1: is I came back to get my money back, that's all. <laughs> hey, well you know what, we're going to write a check for $25 and give it back to you.
2: So did you play basketball with these guys back in the day? I sure did, yeah. So yeah. Was, was Tim as bad as Stacy said?
1: Uh, no, you know, I think Tim was quite good to be honest, yeah, he was very good. It's hmm. Stacy that was the king though. <laughs>
3: uh, thank you you know uh, you know there's only a few of us Andy that our jerseys are hanging up in the in the Raptors at Forest Grove which is now called Midtown is it Midtown right yes, yeah. mm-hmm. yes I'm I'm a member back in Midtown I'm the one in the city though I'm in the, yeah. the, the high-end high-class one in the city <laughs> okay. yeah yeah you know that's to tell you some really good talent down there too I just want to throw that out there
0: so if we put Andy's and my jersey together, old crusty shirts. Could we get up in the rafters?
3: Andy's jersey will be up there before yours. Whoa, oh, wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah,
0: the 30 that. years of abuse. Yeah, yeah, now who's the yeah. suck-up now? <laughs> so <laughs> We're trying to keep
2: sponsors, baby. So
1: $25 is important to you.
2: <laughs> Tim's role was supposed to be standing the corner wait for the ball to shoot. What, what was your role on the squad?
1: Uh, I hit the three-point line from the three-point line. Yeah. Stacy would back it in and toss it out to me. And then he'd... Come along and slap my ass, and his hand covered my whole butt. <laughs> okay, that's TMI right there. That's TMI right there. And hey, America, America, <laughs> America, there was no
3: slapping his little booty, okay? I'm just going to throw that out there. It ain't that type of party, baby.
0: Well, sometimes it was a handy. Hey, go get us, a, I don't know, eight, nine fouls. <laughs> you couldn't yeah. foul out in the league? No, well, you, you could, but he could hide. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, seriously, no, he, he's a good player. He's a good player, yeah. and Tim was a good player. I joke about Tim. I mean, Tim can only go one way. He's like Mono Ginobili. He can only go one way. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> He was the original Manu, okay. It's all he did was left-handed, and you know what? Manu whispers, they call him. Yeah, me. yeah, but but at the end of the day, like both these guys could actually play. We had some really good runs at at Forest Grove. Won some I mean, titles. Yeah, we won a lot of titles. <laughs> you know, we 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 would meet up before meet up before we went out there. We said, all right, meet over at five thirty. We all be on the same team, and then we'd run the court all day until people got hip to that. Yeah. Like Jimmy the redhead assassin, you know, he got <laughs> hip to that and says, no, you guys can't do that anymore. We, uh, you guys, he's, you guys he's, can't he's meet early.
4: You
0: know, Jimmy's a listener.
3: Is he? Yeah. Well, shout out to Jimmy the Redhead Assassin. Okay? And listen, I gave everybody nicknames, okay? Jimmy the Redhead Assassin. Just picture that name. He's redhead and he's an assassin. He's a guy that if you went to the hole and you, you had a dunk, he's a guy that would run underneath your – your and cut you off. Oh, right great. Yeah, that's why we call him the assassin because
2: he was always trying to assassinate somebody. Yeah, Those are dangerous games. You got to be yes. careful. Always protect yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we had fun. It was a lot of fun, a lot of laughter. Stacy, you had uh, nicknames for almost everybody. See, everybody thinks the nicknames came yeah. to the Bulls,
3: okay? <laughs> but these negative. guys, it started It started way back in the day playing pickup games with these guys. I mean, I would be sitting on the sideline if my team, which we very rarely lost, but if I happened to be sitting on the sideline because we were tired or we run the court and we were going home, we would just sit there and clown all the other yeah, people. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we had this one guy named Charlie. He had a little, you know, he was a T-Rex. He had <laughs> t-rex. short arms. <laughs> and so, so one time we were, at, it was like a night game. He was running after the ball, and he could have got it. He could have got the ball. He just let it go. You know. Yeah. And then I said, Well if it had been a cheeseburger, he would have got it. And then and then that stuck with him. Yeah, and, 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 and and so so we, we, we had a lot of fun. That's where that's kinda where all the nicknames came well, from. What was the
0: best one. nickname ever? Oh man. Besides all the ones you gave Clyde, but uh the, the guys from <laughs> <Buddy> Northwestern. <laughs> <laughs> the guys from Northwestern. Oh
3: powder. We had a guy <laughs> we had a guy best. we had a guy that played I, what is
0: his name? No, 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 he was buddies with uh, the no, Big Ten Player did, of the no, Year. No, but he did uh, play.
3: He did yeah, yeah, play. at Northwestern. Yeah, he played at Northwestern. But, uh, and uh, he was, he was. you ever seen the movie Powder? No. Oh, okay, you got to rent that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, how many of you guys have seen that movie? Okay, yeah, you got to see that movie. Because the guy is pale white. He has this, uh, he was born from electricity. And so he's like, so this guy was as white as Powder. He's bald-headed just like the guy about in Powder. About 6'10". He's about 6'10". Jack. Yeah, big jack, like muscle dude, you know. So I gave him the nickname Powder. He played at Northwestern. I got to remember his name.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That was. But Aaron, that was a great uh, no, it
3: was the other guy. It was the uh, the Big Ten Player of the Year, the big kid. What was the name?
0: Jeez. I it's right on tip of my tongue there. Aaron uh, or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're close. Yeah, Aaron. Uh, he'll come to me in a minute. Yeah, we need to look that up. <laughs> yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get our research crack it. research he played, yeah. staff yeah. He played, on he that. He played for Utah. Um, yeah. He was drafted by Utah. Oh man, oh, man. trying to tip my tongue. He played with us a lot. He's in our league, even, in the summer. Oh, well, you guys
2: researched that. Uh, I'm going to tell you about one of our great sponsors. It's not Andy, but he's going to get a chance to do oh, his own. Oh, damn, it's later. not Andy. He's not <laughs> one no, no, of our great no. sponsors? No, no, no. He gets to do his. I told you I thought I was the only sponsor. He, I the told you to to do <laughs> No, 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 no. Hey, when it comes to insurance for your auto home and business, make sure you contact the king of insurance, our good buddy Nationwide agent Jeff Vukovich. You can reach him at jeffvuk.com. That's Jeff VUK.com for all those watching on YouTube. You can see his information on the screen. And last weekend Stacy tried to pass it over to Tim and that failed miserably. Stacy, so you got to you got to oh, show boy. our sponsor how much we care about him. America
3: <laughs> Nationwide is on your side. Woo! The
2: golden pipes baby they're back. A special Thanksgiving shout out to our good friend Jeff Vukovic. You know Make sure you contact him for all your Jeff, insurance Jeff, needs.
3: Jeff was at the game a couple oh, of, yeah? a couple of games a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we're supposed to hook up with him in uh, Arizona, me and Adam. Yeah, he invited, nice. us, uh, he invited yeah. us out uh, to, for lunch or dinner, whatever is easier for us. And uh, yeah, so take it, you know, it's, it's free. You know, we don't turn nothing down but our collar. So we we're gonna take him up on it.
2: Wouldn't well, you go see Andy when you were in Miami earlier this year? Yeah,
3: we, we saw Andy. We we were at, what the hotel was that we had dinner at? The Fountain, Blue. Fountain Blue. The Fountain nice, Blue. Fountain Blue. Nice. Yeah. You know, we out there. We out there. Big time, baby. Big time. You know. I only roll. I with big spinners, baby. You know. We're not eating. We're not eating steak and shake, That's baby. Right. I'm on the Fountain Blue, baby. We out. Man, I tell you what. I swear to God, we, when we were coming in there, I wasn't expecting what I saw in Fountain Blue. First of all, we go into the lobby, and it was like a scene out of Blade. Like all these vampire people dancing and having a good time, vampire people. and I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there like, where are these people coming? It was a Sunday night, and it was like I'm thinking, where in the hell are all these people being in this lobby? It was a lobby, on a Sunday night, and um, I swear to God, I was just waiting for Blade to walk in with a leather jacket and a blade and start just cutting people <laughs> up. It was jamming with people. It was oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. the whole entry was jamming. You with couldn't people. even walk. Yeah. It was okay.
0: Stacy's first Uber.
3: Yeah, yeah, I have no lift. Oh, I'm sorry. Lyft. Yeah, Tim got me a and Lyft, a Tesla, a Tesla. Lyft. Right, yeah, okay. you
0: talked
2: about that on, on one yes, of the previous yes. shows. Yes, yeah. he brought me. He said
3: yeah. he said a Tesla will be there to pick you up. First time I ever rode in a Tesla.
2: And you were and, surprised uh, there was actually some leg room for it. Yeah, you. it was
3: leg room. Yeah. And I was really surprised because the driver, because I said, hey, is this one of these cars that can drive by itself? And the guy goes, yeah, you want to see it? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, hell no. No, you ain't doing it here, he, bro. He no, a no I, yeah, it just jumped out the car and let the car drive by itself. I'm like, no, nah, yeah, bro. just type in where you want to yeah, go. It'll I'm work good. just fine. I'm good, I'm yeah. But they had, a big, they had a big screen. They had a big like computer screen. I mean, it was really cool. I'd never been in one before. It was really, really cool.
2: Hey, Whispers, here, you were trying to figure out that guy who was an All-Big Ten player. Our guy, Matt, types in Larry Bird.
0: <laughs> like Larry Bird went to Northwestern. Wow. Wow. <laughs> there was a Larry Bird, but he didn't play well. No, oh, oh, all right. Wow. So Williams? No. Nope. No. And no, they're it. still
2: trying to figure it out. Anybody it's who could come nuts. up with that and put it in the live chat, we'll send you a ball of hot sauce. How about that? We'll challenge our <laughs> listeners to come up with that. So you're talking about late 80s Big Ten Player of the Year, something like that? 90s. 90s, yeah, right, because you were playing with
3: the Bulls already. Eschmeyer. Evan, yeah, Evan, Eschmeyer. Eschmeyer. Evan Eschmeyer. There you go. Eschmeyer. Sorry, you lost your hot sauce, You folks. lost hot sauce. News, you I'm lose. Missing. I'm killing my bottle. I get to keep it, baby. He, See? Was, he was the Eschmeyer. original guy that
2: played like six years yes. at Northwestern. He Eschmeyer, I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. he played with the Nets. Evan, yeah. Evan
3: Eschmeyer. Yeah. That's who it was. Yeah. He, he was out, an okay player. He came out to play, and then the other guy, Powder. I got to find it. His name was Dan. Dan something. That's all I remember. Dan
0: Powder. Dan Bird. No, no,
3: no, no. He <laughs> played on Northwestern's team, too, with Evan. He was the backup. Okay. And his, his name was Dan something. So look back, like, whenever Nashmire and was in The guy was electric.
0: He really was. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, okay,
2: okay. Hey, let's talk about the Bulls a little bit. They're yeah. coming off a really good win, beating the Boston Celtics for the second time this year. And Stacy, they really controlled the game. I was impressed by how they came out on the defensive end. You know, everyone was wondering how was Zach going to come out after having, you know, his comments about uh, being taken out of the game. He showed on the defensive end that he meant business in this game.
3: Yeah, I mean, um, they came out totally different in the first quarter than they've come out in the last few weeks. They came out and, and really buckled down defensively. Uh, they got after Boston. It was like they took the challenge. They understood that if they came out and played the way they've been playing, Boston's going to beat them by 30. And you got to yeah. remember. Boston came in with a nine-game win streak. They're the hottest team in the league. They were thirteen and three, looked like they were unbeatable. And then, you know, this is the second time in three games we've beaten them. We should have beat them in Boston. Yeah. So this is a team. I think you know you can't you can't really judge it right now during the regular season. But this is a team. When people say, "Oh, the Celtics are so good," th- we can beat them. That this team can beat that team. We match up very, very well with them as far as personnel is concerned. Now, you got to remember, Robert Williams is not there. Their shot blocker, he adds a different dimension. Yeah. Uh, Al Horford is playing way too many minutes right now. You can tell he just looked really, really tired out there last night, uh, getting out, closing out to shooters, and guys are blowing right by him. Um, they got Vooch involved in the paint, you know. And and I, to- I said it last night, you know, people need to cut Zach some slack, you know. Everybody oh, he had a bad game. One of 14, uh, $200 million dollar man, blah, blah, blah. Great players have bad games all the time. He's entitled to have a bad game. Okay, maybe the way he handled the, the benching per se from Billy was not the way he probably should have handled. And I guarantee you, when it was all said and done, because every this game is an emotional game. So after a game, you're still charged. You're still, it takes you hours to come down, you know. So um maybe he was still upset about that. Now, if he would have just probably taken some time. Uh, and not address that issue and just say listen he's the coach. He felt like the group that was out there playing better than you know me at the time. I'm about winning. And that would've went over then people would have said, Well he doesn't care. They would have made some kind of excuse. Right. Yeah. You know, no yeah. matter what he says. So he, he can't win for losing. So I get where he's coming from. He's a competitor. He wanted to be out there. That was his worst shooting night of his career, of his career, not the season, but his career. So cut the guy some slack. He's coming off knee surgery. The guy played hurt last year throughout the whole season. He's probably, you know, probably should be, you know, probably should have rested during the training camp. They're lucky that he's even playing right now. So cut the guy some slack and uh, let him play.
2: And Billy wasn't upset about it. He understood Zach is the ultimate competitor, two-time all-star, did come off that max contract. He wanted to be in the game. You know, they let that game get away with Orlando. If Vooch makes those free throws, it's not even a story.
3: Well, let's just put it this way. It should have even came down to two free throws. Right, right. The Bulls were clearly a better team. They should have put that team away in because that, that's the team you say, you come out in that first quarter and you say, let's punch him in the mouth and let's, let's, let's send a message to them so that, that this is going to be a long night for you. But as long as you let that team hang around, the game is close. Any of these teams that have a lot of youth, you know, a lot of young players, if you let them hang around for two quarters, three quarters, they start to get confident. They start to believe that they can win. And this is a team that feels like they can beat the Bulls. I mean, they, they, they beat them that, uh, last year in Orlando, and they act like they won the championship. Guys are, you know, doing Orlando <laughs> on the chest and all that crap. You know, uh, Jalen Suggs. And listen – Hey, I, I didn't like what Jalen Suggs did in Orlando last year when he was you know, showing up the Bulls when they were winning, but I give that kid some credit. He is a hell of a player. Yeah. That, I mean, that was a big freaking shot he hit at the end of the game. You're down two. You come down. You you go by your man. You fall down, and then you step back, and then you hit a three for a game winner and fall on the ground trying to draw a foul. Didn't get it, but he, he nails that shot. That kid plays both ways. That team is going to be a team in a couple of years. They're going to have to make some decisions with that team because – they got so much talent on that team. You can't play everybody. So Bobo is the real deal. Okay, for all the people who didn't see Bobo at the Windy City Bulls and, and thought he was a fluke, he 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 is the same player that everyone is tanking the season who want to tank to get the kid from France. Uh, what is the name, Mark? Wimba, wimba, Victor Webinyama. Wimba. Wimba, wimba, Webinyama. Okay. With Webby, remember? Okay. Yeah. Webby. So they <laughs> the same skill set. The same skill set can handle the ball. Can shoot it. Can block shots. No one's talking about that. The kid's seven foot two. Uh, the last five or six games, he's averaged almost eighteen points, ten rebounds, shooting a high percentage from the field. He can make threes. Uh, basically, the same player. And I tell
2: you what, though, I called some of his games with, with the Windy City Bulls. He wasn't like that three years ago. He has improved. Uh, so let me let me tell you yeah. something.
3: Let me tell you something, Mark. Okay, about this about NBA. And you should you've been around the game. If it's all about developmental. Right. Okay. And this game is about confidence. You know, you put a kid out there and you say, hey, I'm gonna let you play 40 minutes. I don't care if you make mistakes, just go out there and play. Watch how that kid develops. Watch how that kid becomes, goes from a guy who may struggle early, but have confidence at the end. You look at Patrick Williams right now. Patrick Williams over the last two and a half, three weeks, has played at a different level offensively. He's become aggressive, he's taking shots, he's going to the basket. He's playing with a lot of confidence. It's all about developing guys. Look at Lowry marking him. He leaves here. All the players that have left here have gone somewhere else and they find found coaches that are that will develop them. And their skill set they already had before they went to these places, they just needed somebody to believe in them. And that's what you look at Lowry. He's going to
2: be one of the, probably the most improved player this year. Yeah, he's got a good chance to make the all-star team right now. Utah with the best record in the West, there's like eight or nine teams that are bunched up within two games. We'll talk a little more NBA coming up. But getting back to the Celtics game, I thought one of the big reasons that they were able to win that is both Patrick Williams and Io were much more aggressive right from the jump. They didn't hesitate when they had their scoring opportunities. And I think they kind of sent a message that not only are we going to defend against Tatum and Brown, but we're going to contribute on the offensive end too. Well, I mean, they got a tough assignment. I mean, right. because
3: they're clearly the two best defensive players in that group at that starting five. And so you're asking both of those young players – uh, to guard the best players every night, you know you're asking Io to take Jalen Brown, who's six foot seven and is a small forward. You're you're telling Patrick Williams every single night you're guarding the best player. So now what needs to be done is is the three best offensive players now have to be accountable for their play defensively because you can't Patrick Williams can't guard everybody, Io can't guard everybody. So you know you've got to start. You know has got to be better defensively. Zach's got to be better, which I thought they were better defensively
2: yesterday. Big six-game road trip coming up. It starts out with a, a drive up I ninety-four to Milwaukee, and then a game in Oklahoma City, and then you got four on the West Coast. So this is going to be a really challenge to see if the Bulls can win three or four of those games and not lose sight of everybody else in front of them in the East.
3: Well, and and you know you're playing a Milwaukee team that thinks they have the Bulls' number, you know, and so uh, this will be an opportunity for the Bulls to come in. They had a huge win against Boston. He had some confidence going into Milwaukee. They proved they can win in Milwaukee. So. The key for them is to not ya- let Giannis run them all over tomorrow and, and you know, let them, you know, take advantage of getting to the foul line and, and you know, finding open shooters. They're going to have to make him a perimeter player, keep him out of paint. It's a lot easier said than done. But at the same time, you know, no turnovers. You can't turn the ball over. You can't have 14, 15 turnovers in the first half. If you do that, it's going to be a long night for you. So if they can take care of the basketball, move the ball. The thing I thought they did well against Boston last night, one, they established Vooch in the paint they went into him they ran plays for him and he i think he was 4445 from inside the paint um and that made a huge difference you know he only took seven shots in the game yeah but uh, like four or five of them were in the paint yeah. so that was huge and when he does that and he you know i made a comment the other day about it, and i think he heard me is that when 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 Vooch catches the ball in the paint you know he always tends to face up before he makes a move And I was saying, you know, because depending on who you're guarding, if you're a big guy who has the advantage on a smaller guy, you don't need to face up because what you're doing now is you're alerting the defenders that the the defender needs help. But if you catch the ball, you recognize small guy on you and go quick one or two dribbles to the rim, left hand, right hand, that's a bucket or a foul. Once you face up, you take yourself from being eight feet away from the rim to now 10, 12, 14 feet away. Now the double team can come and get the ball out of your hands, and now you've taken the advantage that you had in
2: the mm-hmm. post away. One of the big storylines around the NBA so far in this season, first month of the year, has been injuries. I put together a little list of guys who are out right now. LeBron James, Joel Embiid, James Harden, Damian Lillard, Tyrese Maxey, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero. I mean, it's crazy You go around the league and, and – uh, John Morant was out too, but he, I guess he's going to come back and play tonight. Speaking of, of injuries, the three Philadelphia stars all out today, they beat the Brooklyn Nets tonight. And and wow. you know, that was the return of Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons almost had a triple-double, all modest, you know, like numbers around 10. But, you know, they were coming in there thinking they were going to whip up on this depleted Philadelphia team, and Philadelphia beat him.
3: Well, I mean, these guys have that they were there tonight play with a lot of confidence. Yeah. You still got Tobias Harris, who's a very good player. Um, you know, they've you've got all these other guys who come off the bench. Cork Maz, you got, you know, the kid uh, that shoots the threes that came from Iowa State. Um,
2: oh, Niang? Niang. Yeah, D'Anthony Melton.
3: De Melton. all these guys. They yeah. got uh, guys that are, are very capable of winning games. You know, of course you need those guys, those superstar players. But, you know, Brooklyn, did Kyrie come back?
2: Kyrie played, yeah. Um, in that game, Melton had 22 points. Tobias Harris had 24, and they got 16 from Niang. 19 from Paul Reed, the kid from DePaul.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: So so look, all the, they're all, all professionals, right? All the <laughs>
3: names that I that I yeah. said are guys who can contribute. They play a role when you have James Harden and Embiid there. And then given the chance to be in the spotlight, those guys shine. And they probably had more ball moving. It'd be interesting right. to see how many assists they had. But I guarantee you the ball was moving. It was popping around the horn. Guys got a lot of wide open jumpers. And, you know, Brooklyn having Kyrie back. Because I didn't watch the game. So I can only imagine you know, what that game was like having Kyrie back because now Brooklyn had been playing pretty good without Kyrie. Right. You know, and now you add him back in the game and it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, now the whole thing changes. You know, he needs the ball in his hands and that kind of changes things.
2: Interesting comments from Eric Spolster. He was talking about the fact that Miami's got like six or seven guys of the rotation that are out right now. And he said, I just don't understand why guys – have to sit out games. He goes, you know, you know. I understand if you're banged up, but instead of playing 30, give me 15 minutes. If you play 15, give me eight. Give me what you got. Instead, he's got seven guys sitting there in street clothes. <sighs> America.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is a topic I don't like to talk about. I don't like to talk about people's toughness. Uh, I, I came up in the era where, like I said, I've seen Bill Carwright, John Paxson have knee surgery on Monday, had their knee scoped on Monday. They were playing on Wednesday. Okay, this is Clint Eastwood tough. OK, tough as leather, beef jerky tough. OK, the guys now, you know, you you get your knee scoped on a Monday. Now you might be out six to eight weeks. Right. It's a totally different thing. They always side on the air of, well, we got to protect the player. And, get and protect, a grade
2: one sprain, put it in a boot. Yeah, NBA it's, yeah, it's yeah. like
3: it's, it's you know, and and, you know, guys just didn't miss games. Yeah. You know, guys didn't miss games. And you felt especially when you were on good teams, Mark, how could I miss a game if Michael Jordan is not missing? Michael Jordan's getting the crap beat out of him every night. You know, the defense was way worse than with these guys. I mean, what's flagrant fouls now in this day and age was regular fouls. So imagine someone clotheslining you, which is a flagrant one. That was a regular foul back in the 90s. And guys were doing Michael that way, but he never missed games. You know, I've seen the guy get a second-degree sprained ankle at halftime, come back out. We think he's done. The crowd's cheering because he's out. We're in Atlanta. Crowd's cheering that he's out the game. He comes back out, you know, at, at halftime, and we all were sitting in at halftime. Didn't think he was coming back. His, his ankle swelled all up; it was purple. With the so, smoke, so yeah, so we're <laughs> we're coming back out, and they're playing the Superman theme, okay. And then there was it was supposed to be for Harry the Hawk. He was gonna come out in the Superman outfit, the the mascot for the Hawks. So he was gonna come out through the dry ice. So they're playing the Superman theme while you know while we're out warming up, and then all of a sudden MJ comes walking out comes walking out of the smoke. It was like it was like it was like something out of a movie. And yeah. then he and, he and he you know, went ahead and scored like fifty plus points in that game and we ended up beating Atlanta. And it was the craziest thing that we'd ever seen. And then he came back the next day in practice. He didn't sit out of yeah, practice. Yeah. He came back the next day in practice. Yeah, so guys are built times differently. Have changed. Guys are built differently. No question De- about even it.
0: Even Devin Booker's hurt now. Has he? He broke up with Kendall Jenner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. that should help his overall wow. performance well, well the good thing is Senator Just Kardashian like so his numbers didn't suffer <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. uh Ben Simmons by the way had 11 points 11 rebounds and seven assists it's nice to see that he's playing better I mean you hate to see the guy's career end. you know people were talking like he'd never be able to play again He's like 25 26 years old I mean it made no sense 26 years old yeah
3: he's gonna be he's gonna be good I mean it, it, listen you know what no one knows what goes on in, in a guy's head, you right. know, so you don't question a person's, you know, mental health or psyche. You don't know what that, that guy – being in Philadelphia and having those having those people, this is a guy who's used to being loved, right? You know, used to being people cheering him. And then I have uh, a city, a community, you're out, you know, you're out, you know, getting some ice cream with your girlfriend. Simmons, you suck! Like, oh, man, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, bro, I'm just getting some ice cream, yeah, you know. Yeah. You got to hear that kind of stuff, you yeah. know, to, in, in a place that you call home. And so you don't know how that's affected him. You know, he, he got a bad rap from everybody, you know, all the national media people talking about him. And, you know, I, listen, I, I, I feel bad for the
2: kid. I just hope he can come back being the Ben Simmons that I know he could be. We're going to talk more NBA with our special guest coming up, Mike Monaco. You've heard him do a couple of Bulls games with Stacy. Works for ESPN. He does Red Sox games for Nessun. Eminem. So we will check in with Mike in just a second. Before I do that, is uh, is Mike listening out in the car? Did you get a ride from Windy City tonight? Yes. Uh, Tell I, the folks I, uh, how they I, can get that I, oh, great yeah, service. Hold
3: on. Hey, Yes, hold on. Let me get my read. You know, <laughs> get my read and shout out my boy. Shout out. My oh, whispers. Hey, Whispered. There hey, might, be, throat if, punch. Hey, <laughs> somebody, might be. Thanksgiving. if you hear somebody, if you hear somebody go, <laughs> you know, whispers just got throat punched. Okay, America. Shout out to my boy Mike Amara. I got Mike working extra duties right now. Oh no, Mike! Mike, Mike is working extra duty because we had a late shoot tonight. That's right. Because we have you know, normally we shoot at a decent hour, but we got a lot of people that, you know, they think we work at a sweatshop here. So we got a lot of people coming in from other jobs and uh, getting here at eight thirty, yeah. nine o'clock. So we came in the night because our young Sriracha crew has other jobs. They're making shoes. Serving pizzas, <laughs> so we we came in late for them. Okay, um, so 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 Mike is working extra hard this week because he got to take me here today. Yeah, he's driving me to Milwaukee tomorrow night. Oh, he is okay. to the game. Yeah. He's driving me to the game nice. tomorrow night, and he's getting ready. You know, he's going to be there. My bodyguard, so he'll be able to go to the game and watch the yeah. game too. Remember, when I used to drive and, you to Milwaukee. Okay, no one's talking to you right now. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, so America, Just like whiskey. So, yeah, exactly. So so then then on Thursday Thursday he's driving me he's driving me to the airport. Friday's picking me up at 1.30 a.m., yeah. and then on Sunday he's taking me. So Mike, Mike's going to be super busy. And then we got, you know, on Saturday, since we come back, we have the day off, he's going out with the Doublemint twins again. Of course. Okay, <laughs> so, and he's going to give them a ride in his, in his <laughs> SUV. Give them a ride. And they'll like it too. Yeah, okay. All right, here we go. Windy City Limousine provides a championship service. Making a reservation is so easy it's a slam dunk. Let Windy City break the full-court pressure of traffic and get you to your destination in style (laughs) and on time. Oh, man, this guy's going to get throat punched for real. Contact us at 847-916-9300 or online at WindyCityLimos.com and tell them Whisper sent you. You may not get a discount. They may hang up the phone when you say that. but (laughs) charge you more. Yeah, they may charge you more,
2: so just say it. See the problem with the late evening taping is that Tim's been drinking since five thirty, so you know, we got we got problem. This morning, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this morning exactly.
3: And you know, you know, it's really funny. Stop drinking all day. You know, what's funny, you Mark, morning, you know, funny Mark. Mark. You know, funny, Mark. Norm, he always offers us something, yeah, yeah, and we got nothing. Yeah, we just got angel water soft, you know, water bottles right here. Hey, it's this the is, best bottle of yeah, water in the in business right oh, here. this is the best water you will ever you freaking taste. Yeah. Uh, we're really sucking up it's here. Straight right for now. Every, it's yeah, great for every yeah. hangover. You, you
2: get this treatment every week. Hey, <laughs> it's like yeah. this every week. Yeah. Mark
3: spit the water out one time. Yeah, and did. Oh did. my yeah. God. Oh, it's terrible. No, oh, this is some great water, America.
2: There you go. <laughs> 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 hey, Mike's in the waiting room. He's next on Gimme the Hot Sauce. Oh, my son's Happy Thanksgiving, me. everybody.
3: Oh, look my son
2: calling me, man. Episode 108 of Gimme the Hot Sauce rolls on. It's now our pleasure to welcome in an outstanding young play by play guy. Mike Monaco, you've heard him fill in with doing some games with Stacy on Bulls television. He also works for ESPN doing a variety of sports, calls Red Sox games on the New England Sports Network. I saw you were doing some hockey as well. You're doing just about everything. Congratulations on all your success, Mike, and welcome to the show.
4: Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, great to great to be with you. Always good to see Stacy. And, uh, yeah, whatever I get the call to, to fill in as a uh, – Deep down the depth chart guy, I am more than happy Man. to be on the broadcast. Hey, deep down the depth we, chart, we have, what number we have is a that? lot of fun. It's impossible not to have fun. Uh, hey, don't feel bad. Stacy
2: had me as number seventeen on his list, so, oh, so I, was, <laughs> I, had, I had to first work my all, way up to number four. First of all, first of all, you know, first of all, Mike is high on
3: the list. Okay, I know. his demographic of women. Well, wait, wait, he's got like the teeny bopper girls, like you know the the, the Hanson, the Hanson, the girls who love Hanson. Yeah. He's got that group, and then he's got he's got the women in the the twenty five to thirty five year old range. So our numbers go up when Mike comes up cuz he well, looks I've got like, the what? over
2: 60 crowd. Yeah, you got the grandmothers, okay? Yeah, you got you
3: got the grandmothers and they're playing bingo. But see, but Mike Mike's got do they think Mike's a boy band guy? So go. when they see Mike, you know, he got his hair all spiked up, you yeah. know, he got a nice little suit on, and they just wait for him to say, "I want it that away."
4: <laughs> so we've got we got bingo. We've got uh the the younger crowd and we've got Montana. So Yeah, yes, so yes. so. Mike Montana's Mike, locked see, down.
3: See see Mike <laughs> See, Mike read the magazine. Ten most sexiest man in Montana, the sexiest man in Montana. Okay, he read the magazine. Did you see page seventy-five? While I was riding naked on the clock <laughs> Special edition. Woo! Woo! That's
4: Woo-woo-woo. been
2: ripped out of most issues. Woo!
4: Hater in the house. Hater alert. Hater to the left. Hater to the right. Oh,
2: man. There yeah, it is. The collector's item. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh God. Hey, so how do you balance? We talked to Adam Amin and, and Jason Benetti about it. It's amazing uh, all the talented young broadcasters out there right now. How do you balance your schedule when you're going from basketball one night, calling a football game, and then doing hockey, which I imagine has got to be the hardest of them all? How do you keep it all straight?
4: Uh, you're absolutely right, Mark, that hockey is the hardest of them all. Uh, I, I, for me personally, and I would bet for a lot of people too. Um, I don't know what your experience is, but I think a lot of people would say that hockey is the hardest. Um, and it's funny, you mentioned Adam and Jason, like those two guys, and I'm not just saying this, they have been two of, if not the two biggest influences in my career of people I look up to for one, but people who have been exceedingly helpful to me. Um, So I do look to them as a model in a lot of ways. uh, And they're good at whatever sport it is that they're doing on any given night. And I think what's impressive that they do and what I try to do and hopefully can do to some extent is like you make it sound like it's the most important thing going on when that game's going on. Um, But, yeah, it's difficult, like, you know, technically bouncing back and forth, I think, from baseball to hockey or football that transition is the hardest for me because baseball's so slow and it's storytelling and then hockey is so fast and like yeah. there's there's no time for storytelling and and honestly doing the nba games that i've done is similar to that um it, because it is faster i find than college basketball where like the degree of shot making it just isn't the same so like in college basketball you can weave in more storytelling there's maybe some more dead balls like the offense doesn't flow as freely so it, it's just different ways of doing a game and um, football is even a little bit different from hockey because like it is so structured play stoppage replay play like you you get in such a flow over the course of a drive uh, that they all are different and you just kind of have to find your routine. For me it's reps and like when I'm talking to younger announcers I guess I should say uh, I try to tell them like it's a comparison to a sport you play like. If, you know, the basketball player that you're covering, he wants to get better at free throws like, well, the only way to get better at it is to shoot more free throws, come early to practice, stay later than practice. And I find for me that that it's the same way with doing a a sport that I'm not as familiar with, say, say hockey, just getting more reps and you can hopefully start to improve a little bit.
2: Guy's twenty nine. He's talking about younger. Yeah, the younger guy. What age? Twelve. You
3: 12? <laughs> You're talking to twelve year olds? <laughs> the next generation. <laughs> See, the the one thing, the one thing I, I like about Mike is like, and you know, in this sport, y'all have these, you know, these iconic voices. Right. You know, people with these these voices that you go 25, 30 years from now, you go, man, that guy. I know that voice from anywhere. He's got a great voice. You know, if you saw him in person. You'd be like, man, that's a booming voice for such a, you know, a smaller guy, you know, and um, he's got a great voice. That's one of the things that when I first worked with him, uh, I was like, man, he's got a great voice. This is this guy's going to be around a long time. So so, Mike, tell our listeners a little bit, you know, you know, when you go from, say, a college game to an NBA game, the preparation that you have to have in doing all these sports because each one of these sports are so different. They have different personnel. I know in the college game, when I did college game, I thought that was one of the hardest things to do because you have to know where they played high school ball, who their AAU coach was. There's so many details that you got to know at the college level compared to the pro game. So how hard is that for you being the play-by-play guy?
4: Yeah. Well, first of all, Stacey, I appreciate you saying that uh, about the voice. I don't know if I got the, the pipes of Adam, but uh, I appreciate you saying Nobody that. Nobody has the pipes yeah, the of prep... Adam. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the prep is different um, from college to NBA and from sport to sport. And, you know, Adam and Adam could definitely speak to this really well, like bouncing between a local broadcast and like I have more experience doing that with the Red Sox compared to a national broadcast, like a national college basketball game. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like it is different just NBA versus college even um, because like everyone knows who the NBA players are, you know, to some extent, like I don't need to like last year, um, Stacey you were out for that game, but I did, you know, Bulls Lakers at the UC in December. And like, I don't need to dive too, too deep on LeBron's background, like (laughs) more so I need to dig into like, what have the last two weeks been like for LeBron or from a bulls perspective for a bulls fan tuning into you know our broadcast that night you know what's been happening that season since they probably last checked in on lebron like last time they were in the playoffs that sort of thing whereas i did a college game at duke yesterday and you know for the opponent was bellarmine like not a lot of people nationally know who bellarmine is It's a non-conference game so like find a couple really good stories on bellarmine but like you're still not going to go super deep on you know the sixth man on a team that's you know projected to lose the game by more than 20 points doesn't mean there aren't great stories out there but um the, the prep is a little bit different and then just in terms of like trying to get up to speed on the bulls like I'm not doing every game and mark like you probably experienced this too when you're not calling every single game like you do have to find a way to catch yourself up to speed because bulls fans like they first of all they don't care who I am but they 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 want someone who's going to sound like they're as invested in it as they are. So, like, I try to work really hard to be up to speed on everything important that's happening with the team, even if I'm not there calling it every game.
2: Well, looking into your background, you were born in uh, Massachusetts, and now you're doing the Red Sox games. That's, that's got to be really cool for you. What was it like for you the first time to sit behind that microphone and, and call a game at Fenway Park?
4: Yeah. Uh, crazy. Um, so yeah, I've been really lucky the last few seasons to fill in on a, a number of games for Dave O'Brien, who's a legendary voice in and of himself. Um, but yeah, really cool. Like I grew up a Red Sox fan, you know, dressed up as Nomar Garcia Parra <laughs> for Halloween one year, uh, had the whole thing, thought I could be an athlete. But uh, as Stacey alluded to, I'm not the tallest guy. So for that and other athletic reasons, my uh, athletic career did not go too far. So, yeah, to to make it to Fenway somehow anyway was incredible. The first game I filled in on was 2019. And I walked in there, and I was really nervous, um, and I was working in the three-man booth for that game. Jerry Remy, who has since passed away, uh, you know, God bless him. He was a saint to me. And then Dennis Eckersley, the Hall of Famer, who just retired at the end of this baseball season. And both in their own way, they said to me kind of in different ways, like, hey, you do you, and this is something Stacy said to me in, in his way too. Like the first game we worked together, like, dude, you do like what your style is, and I'll work around it. And that for me was so comforting to hear because, yeah, you know, like I'm the kid that grew up coming to games here and wanting to play here and watching these guys on broadcasts like my whole life to that point. Um, so to be there and call games there is is pretty darn cool.
3: It's funny you say that because talking to, to Jason Benetti is the same thing. You know, both both him and Adam were up for the White Sox job. And Jason's dream job was to work for the White Sox from the time he was able to even think about baseball. So it's it's great to hear, you know, you are in a similar kind of track that, you know, you grew up following, you know, the Boston Red Sox and then you find yourself doing it. Is there any pressure? Is there pressure being, you know, from, you know, from Massachusetts to, to doing the Red Sox game for you?
4: I think, yeah, um, because, like, I've lived it. You know, like I've lived the fandom myself and I know and and it's not dissimilar from Chicago. And I've had a little bit of exposure to Bulls, White Sox, Blackhawks broadcasts like the, the fan bases, the cities, like the way they take pride in their teams, like just incredible sports cities. So I think growing up in Boston, like I knew that like like you better know it everything that is going on with the Red Sox. And, like, I was – the first games I did were in September. And at the time, like, you could expand rosters from, at that time, 25 to 40 players. Like, you, you better know about the 40th guy on the roster because, like, these fans sure do. Um, and then you want to, like, treat them the moment right too. Like, if you get a big moment, like, you want to document it because it's, it's going to live on, like, in the history of the team. And so, yeah, I think, like – You know, not that I like feel it in game, but like I I get chills walking into a a famous place like Fenway like yesterday going into Cameron Indoor Stadium. Like I get chills being there just because of like the understanding of the fandom, I think. All right, Whispers, what do you got for him?
0: Oh, man. It's really hard to find stuff on a guy like Mike, a good Catholic boy from <laughs> Massachusetts. I mean, went to Notre Dame, too. I know. I went through yeah. Reddit. I went through Boston Dirty. Dot, dirty. I oh, went, come on now. Oh, man. I called, <laughs> wow. I called, I called my old boy in Boston Tony Tutos. I mean, I, I, I came up with nothing. So, all's I got now since you said that, the Notre Dame thing, see, all all's I can say is in the past X years since Andrew and I left Northwestern, at least we're 50 50 on the rivalry. And we're looking forward to the next (laughs) game, which is not on the schedule yet. But uh, we're hanging in there, man. So yeah, Is there a question in there? No. Yeah, is there a question? You're like, no. just rambling. No. You're, you're like Kermit
3: I Washington. He's like Kermit hey, Washington. He's was hey, like Kermit hey, Washington. Just a. rambling for like five minutes. Wait, you There's didn't no me, even a question there. You didn't
0: let me get there. Well, so, are you going to get there? So, next so, week? No, I'm asking Mike. <laughs> Christmas? Can you tell hey, we gotta us? we got to carve the turkey. What's going on? Mike, you're the first guest I've do to do this with. Can you tell us something? It's way too clean up an image, Out there on your on, you know, all the media.
4: So, some dirt on myself. Yeah,
0: yeah. You could expose something. Come on, give us a little something.
4: Expose something. Uh, What are you doing? So, so (laughs) this is a. I'm trying here. I've had some friends like sending me um, Game of Thrones references. I don't get Game of Thrones references because I've never watched the show. So what? that currently is a pretty big knock on my character. That's like some dirt. That's Mike, what I was looking Mike, for. Mike. like That is, that is Mike. as igniting as, as you can get in this day and age.
3: Mike, tell me you're lying. You're, not, you're too young not to watch Game of Thrones. And all the little naked women walking
4: through there. He's too busy. Oh my goodness! I'm an old soul, man. I'm an old soul. (laughs) Uh, you (laughs) just
3: ruined your career. Are you going to bed at eight (laughs) thirty? If you're not doing a game, are you past your bedtime tonight? Oh my god! I know we're shooting late. I'm too busy.
4: I'm too busy watching Succession, Sopranos. Okay, okay, okay. 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 All right,
3: you're back on the cool list. You said The Wire. Okay, (laughs) you back on. You got cool points.
4: Sopranos. So I, I made a list during COVID. Like, what shows am I going to knock out here? Sopranos was first, and then The Wire, and those are my my two all time favorites. Uh, those were both fantastic. All right, Mike, who, who, Mike, who's Mike, your
3: you? favorite? Who, who, don't interrupt me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> who, who, no, to no, no.
4: You had your <laughs> chance, buddy. It took
3: you twenty minutes to ask the question. All right, I'm, I'm going to ask Who's your Who's your favorite Who's your favorite uh, person on The Sopranos and The Wire?
4: Um, on The Wire. Hmm. I would probably say Dookie. Um ah, like, really? Yeah, I just, like, that That season for me is the best season of television, period. Um, like, just bringing the kids in in that way, like, I, it was just emotional. I don't know. Maybe it was because I was all, like, holed up and no one was doing anything during COVID. But, like, that that one got to me. Uh, I thought okay. that was a great season of television. So, he would be my favorite there. Um, I, I would probably say Paulie. For the Sopranos Pauly sure, Walnuts. and RIP R. Tony Sirico. Yeah, uh, I was just watching some some Sopranos episode last week actually, and uh, man, like, he's so the, you hear what I say, hey, like, it just kills me every time. The
3: one of the funniest scenes in Sopranos, like, one of the earliest when they killed Mikey and they chased him in through the uh, the the the, the, the poison ivy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Polly got poison ivy. That was one of the best scenes ever. Oh yeah. my god, I, I still laugh when I see that scene.
4: You know the one, too, Pine Barrens, like one of the, the famous ones when they're in the woods, like with all the snow, and they yep. tried to kill that guy, but he's getting away. And uh, they're on the phone with, with Tony, and he's like, Hey, be careful. The guy, like, worked for the Interior Ministry, and he killed like 16 Chechnyans or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Tony and uh, Polly's like, Got You here?" Guy was an interior decorator. <laughs> His <laughs> house looked like shit.
2: <laughs> well
4: done. <Yeah. laughs> nice so job. We yeah, I I go on that. and on about those, but but nothing as it relates to Game of Thrones. The so Wire. The Wire.
2: It.
3: The Wire. I would say two of my favorite characters is um, uh, is Omar omar is one of my favorite i hate to see how he went out at the end so if if, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it if you haven't seen it tough (laughs) Uh, tough luck it's too too late late. it's been it's been out for 10 years okay (laughs) and then my second my second favorite character they didn't really have a lot of him uh towards the end was um was uh uh what's his name um the the last bad guy after avon um no 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 uh marlo marlo stansfield That's my yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. Marlo Sandsfield is the coolest dude. When he when he took over the block and he had that headband on, he had the golf court, the golf club, and he was out there go swinging with the golf club. And the guy goes, "Hey, uh, uh, you know what? Do, what do you need? Um, you know what do you want?" He said, "I need it for you to take your people and uh, clear out." And he's swinging this golf club right. There's no guns or nothing. It's just the way he said it, and and so it was like this dude is a bad dude. He is He's bad. a bad dude, yes. and and then the female Snoop, Snoop, I like Snoop too, because at Snoop first at first I didn't know if Snoop was a girl or a guy at first, and then, then as a, as the show went on, I'm like, oh, she's a little girl, she's really she's really a good little actress, and she was real, that's her real persona too, she's like that all, yeah. off, off the off the show,
4: yeah, yeah, hey,
3: Mike, you got your cool points back, man, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and Mike. I will
4: add Prop Joe, Prop, Prop Joe. Joe, hilarious throughout that show. <laughs>
3: I, I didn't like the way they got him at the end, though. But it's oh, no. Just close your eyes. It's not gonna hurt. Just just close your eyes.
4: <laughs> oh, I, got, I might need to rewatch the wire. Now. <laughs> oh
3: man, I'm telling you, dude. In, in, in the beginning, in the beginning um, of the cops, I like some of the cops too. I like Jimmy McNulty. McNulty yeah. was good. Yeah. I like him. Um, Bubbles. Bubbles, the, the guy that's always running around picking up you know trash and you know. Bubbles might be my second favorite Yeah, but I like Bubbles, man. Bubbles, Bubbles is the man. Bubbles' character evolved all the way up, man. He went from just being a bad guy, you know, uh, trying to get you know, trying to cop drugs to like he had, like he really really was a good dude at the end. So it was, it's amazing Stucked how, yeah. it's amazing how all those characters evolved. Like Michael. Michael went from being a good kid looking out for his family to like you could see Michael being the head of a of an operation.
4: Yeah, uh, but like you could there. also understand why he why he turned, and that like that to me was why that season was so big. Like, and why you cared so much about it because like he kind of understood like why he felt like that was his only option to go down that path. Uh, yeah, yeah, Kima too. Like yes. speaking of the cops from early season, Kima was cool.
3: Well, how about how about if you ever saw Chris coming down the street with Snoop, you knew he was dead. Yeah, you, gonna, I'm gonna, you, yeah, I'm yeah. out. I'm As soon as I saw them, like Bodie, Bodie was like, they said, come on, boy, let's get out of here, they're coming. He's like, I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving. I'm like, boy, you should have turned and ran. Because <laughs> if you see Chris coming down the street, it's like it's like the Grim Reaper. You knew you was dead. And they were going to put you up yep. in the house, and they were going to they're gonna put that powder on you, and then put you up in the house and close up and yep. board it up.
0: Well,
4: let's, yep. get, let's get back to some important. No one...
0: Mike, have you ever been in a <laughs> boy band?
4: Uh, no. I played the drums for like... A year, maybe. And I was horrendous at it. And I think uh, everyone was ready for me to stop creating such a ruckus upstairs in my bedroom.
0: Oh, but don't
3: feel, don't feel bad because we kind of want Tim to stop asking these stupid-ass <laughs> questions. Well,
4: hey, you just got us going on The Wire for like fifty. minutes. That's what minutes. I'm saying. I know.
3: This, this, the Wire was educational because everybody likes The Wire. You notice that Tim knows nothing about The Wire. That's why he was quiet over here. He was over there thinking, what can I ask next? Um, do you watch porn, Mike? <laughs> well, do you. Hey, have you seen Kendra Luss? You know we had Kendra Lus as
0: a guest on our show, Mike. Mike's like, I know. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> episode 72 okay.
3: i told you a
2: big fan of the show oh my god all right mike so uh obviously adam and uh, jason are taking over fox so uh, what, what's your ultimate goal in in this uh business who are you gonna k- push to the side at espn
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny i get asked that a lot like hey what's your dream job like wh- you know or wh- what do you want to do down the road and i was always that kid growing up like you know, played every sport, whatever season it was, that's what I was playing played three sports in high school. So like, I could never nail you down on what my favorite sport is. So I love doing everything. I will probably have to whittle down some sports. I've already had to kind of cut back on some stuff at ESPN um, because of that. But I don't know. I mean, I, I love doing national stuff. I love doing team stuff too. When I've had the chance to to do that and fill in and, you know, if I were ever to do that for, a team long-term, full-time, that would be incredible, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I love basketball, and I love baseball, and those are the the two sports I've done the most of, um, and football and hockey, too. I mean, those are those are an absolute blast. So it, it's it's tough to pin myself down on that.
2: Well, it's pretty incredible. I mean, you and, and Adam and Jason all between, like, 28 and 35, and you're taking over the broadcasting empire. <laughs> uh, congrats on all your success, and uh, we look forward to seeing you at a Bulls game real soon.
4: Thanks, Mark. appreciate hey, it. And, really and, appreciate and, you guys and,
3: having me. Hey, stay on the grind, man, because I, I tell people all the time, this is one of the up-and-coming, most talented kids coming up, man. I mean, when I start looking at all these younger guys yeah. that are coming up, and I, I mean – the year that I had him working with me, and he, he feels in now, but the year we were auditioning guys, like we had, I had 17 guys. I know. 17 guys. That's that why I was 17. 17. Yeah, Mark was 17. <laughs>
0: there we go. Again. See, so so, you always come up with no, that number. No. And I'm wasn't always it, at the bottom of whatever it number you come up with. Mark, no. it was 20 a no. year ago. No, no, no. <laughs>
3: see, see what I got to deal with? See, I got to deal with Mike. You know what? But my, before I was rudely interrupted by Kling and Clang here, I was saying that. And yeah, yeah, exactly, from both sides. Exactly. From both sides. Exactly. So what I was saying is, is that when you go through so many people, and then you you just know which ones you click with. And so I was just like, I look at Lisa Byington. I I love working on her. Now she's the play-by-play yeah. in Milwaukee. She so, was eight.
0: Okay, so whatever. <laughs>
3: so anyway, and I feel like I feel like when I see you guys on TV, I feel like a like a proud father basically. Yeah. I feel like these guys, I work with these guys, I've seen these guys work. And it's an honor for me to say I work with these guys when before they hit like the big time, you know. And so it's really good to see. And to see my friend Mark here, you know, even though, you know, they go to a broom closet to try to find if anybody else wants to do it before they go to Mark, you know, you know. They, they asked guys the, they, the, street, asked the they asked popcorn the vendor, yeah. hey, excuse me, do you, you think you can uh, broadcast you ever done the bullshit? Yeah, we, you know, come on over. Yeah. So, Mark, you know, Mark now is on the list now. he's He went from 17, now he's like in the top five
0: now. They call him so, number four. So when,
3: so, when when the top four guys don't show up, they call Mark. They call Mark. Are they, or yeah. they even just say, Stage, you want to do it by yourself? I'm like, nah, get my boy Mark. Give my boy Mark a shot. <laughs>
4: It's turned into a Thanksgiving roast all of a sudden. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Stacey, you know how I feel about you. You, you welcome me from the beginning. And uh, I, I don't think I've laughed harder working with someone uh, than, than when we were BSing during preseason games last year or whatever it was. So I appreciate you sh- saying that. And thanks, guys, for having me on.
2: Mike, we appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Mike. Continued success. Episode 108. Gimme the hot sauce rolls I on. We're gonna talk about some
3: that uh, away. Thanks number four. <laughs>
2: Way to go, baby! Some Thanksgiving <laughs> traditions when we come back.
3: Bye bye bye. <laughs>
2: Episode one hundred eight to give me the hot sauce rolls on, and during that entire segment with Mike, I was sending emails to ESPN saying we need more of Mike, so I get more Bulls games. You know, got to oh. make sure it works. So you got to no, work. You know, I knew get him, get him some more work.
0: Yeah, get him yeah. some more work that's at ESPN. The, that's the, that's the Come on, with... number four from number seventeen. <laughs> hey, let's do this. How about how about Mike
3: going to his car, and then and then you know you got you got Mike with a got Mike trying to get in his car, and then Mark sneaks over with a potato sack and <laughs> takes him out. Oh, I got more games. Thanks, Thanks Mike. He's like, I think that's Mark. who hit me in the head. No, it wasn't me. Wasn't me. Wasn't me.
2: I was at the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast. Wasn't me. <laughs> I checked his schedule for December. I know where he's going to be, so we'll be all right. Hey, speaking of where we're going to be, uh, Thanksgiving coming up, we're going to talk about some of our favorite dishes and, and uh, holiday traditions in a little bit. But first, got to touch on Justin Fields, you know. He's played so well in the last month and a half, and unfortunately, crazy play call in that last series, having to run the, the quarterback keeper, and he gets hurt. Now it's a left shoulder injury. We'll find out. We're taping on Tuesday. We'll probably find out tomorrow exactly the extent of the injury. There were reports that it was a dislocated shoulder, and another report said it wasn't, and they're saying he might play on Sunday. So we don't know for sure what's going on, but you got to be careful with what you do with a running quarterback, Stacey. He should never be
3: running a draw. Yeah. Yeah. Everything should be on the outside, the perimeter. You know, stepping up through lanes, taking off. But to sit up there and do them like they do uh, Lamar Jackson, let's just run a quarterback draw against NFL
2: players that weigh 350 pounds, uh, just not a smart idea. Well, there were so many plays in that game where he was scrambling for his life. You know, changing directions, going 10 yards this way, 15 yards this way, and then throwing on the run. Sandlot I mean,
3: football, baby. Yeah.
2: Sandlot football. Is, it,
3: is that, What's that movie with <laughs> Any Given Sunday with Willie Beamer? Right, right. All right, just act like you're playing. In the backyard, Willie, <laughs> and I just throw it to the park car and then run to you, right and just swing it. That's what they tell him. He's yeah. playing. He's playing any given Sunday. He's Willie Beeman, you know. Uh, until they get a better offensive line and a running game that's solid, that can take some pressure off him. Receivers that, and, and the receivers that are open. Receivers that are open. Because it's almost like I mean, you know, I'm still waiting for Claypool to to do something. You know, um, Mooney's got to be more more uh, more consistent, and you know. Comet uh, is turned out to be a pretty good tight end. That catch he, he made, that he's one snaps. Turn, he's turned out to be like you know, like these Gronks and 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 Kelsey type tight ends. And so that's going to be a weapon in the future that they'll be able to utilize. Now they got to get some guys on the outside that can stretch the field. You got to get some underneath guys that can they can like you know an Antonio Brown type of player, not with that attitude. But Antonio Brown, type of guy that can play the slot receiver, can get out, you know, five, seven yard, you know, little routes come in, you know, curl routes, catch it, and then have the potential to make it a 60 yard touchdown. They need some of those guys.
2: And, you know, this kid is their future. If there's any question about whether or not they're putting him in harm's way to play, let him sit. I mean, there's no sense. You know, they're three and eight now. Really, they're looking for a draft pick more than anything. Let Trevor Simeon play the next couple of weeks until the kid feels like he's close to 100%. Oh, Mark, America.
3: That's a tough question. I mean, that's that's tough because if it's a separation, yeah, shut him down. Yeah, yeah. If it's a bruised shoulder and he can show that he can throw, is it his non-throwing shoulder? It is. Okay, well, then that's a different story then. But from knowing this kid, he's going to want to play. If it's yeah. a separated shoulder, you gotta shut him down. You don't wanna have anywhere he has to have surgery and then miss half of the summer and the summer OTFs. Then you can't do all that right, stuff. Right. So you just the OTAs. You gotta you gotta make sure he's healthy going into next year. They really, they really have got to get linemen that can block for a mobile quarterback. You know, they got to do like kind of what Baltimore's done with their offensive line, you know, playing with Lamar Jackson, you know, getting athletic, you know, guards and tackles that can move and, you know, not just stay stationary, but can actually move. And, and, and when the quarterback's rolling out, they can roll out with them and protect them. They got to get more athletic on the on the offensive line. If they can do that uh, this summer, they're going to be a much, they're going to be a fun team to watch.
0: You can't trust a Northwestern guy anyhow. You know how that goes. You were waiting all that time. I knew yeah, you're, this, there was something this, you were going to say. This guy, what, this guy, this guy, with. this guy was waiting for an
3: opportunity to jump in the conversation. I was waiting and, for you guys to say. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, the America. That's like Yellowstone. That's right. America.
3: This is this is this is why we have we have a, a off button, but our, our our D guy up there, our main guy who cuts people off, it was not paying attention when Tim talked. So so no, D's D you like, got to pay attention over there, man. When you know, because Tim's going to say something crazy, we got to well, block L- him L-B-D. off.
2: Big weekend of college football coming up. We got the uh, battle of unbeaten's in the Big Ten. Michigan, Oklahoma, Ohio State. I was going to mention that your Sooners got a big win in Bedlam. Baby, baby, we're back.
3: Sponsor Rattler. Oh yeah. Hey, how about all the six touchdowns? How about about all the Sooners players? Caleb Williams, Williams, Caleb Williams, UFC. (laughs) All these guys were quarterbacks from Oklahoma, (laughs) and when they left. Kind of like Larry Morgan It's like, what he's doing in Cleveland. Like, are they leaving? They go from one program to another. But my Sooners, listen, I'm not back on the Sooner bandwagon, in America. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'm just happy the Sooners won. Whoever went to Oklahoma, I'm glad your team won. Okay, my team right now is the number one team, the Dogs, <laughs> Georgia Bulldogs. That's where I went to school. Okay? <laughs> just throwing that out there.
2: Yeah, I, I I was thinking about you when I saw it. Spencer Rattler threw for six TDs and Caleb Williams threw for five. And Williams is gonna win the Heisman. The USC's only got one loss now.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, well, that Tennessee guy hurt his knee. Yeah, his he's knees out. out yeah, for the year. ACL. So uh, the only really the only thing like they, that was a big game that UCLA game for yeah. for Kate Williams. Now, what they do in the Pac-10 championship, I don't know who they'll play. I don't know if it's Oregon or Utah. I don't know who it'll be. But yeah, it just depends on how this yeah, weekend's game turns out. If he does really well there, he might win the Heisman. He he, for, yeah. he almost threw 500
2: yards against UCLA. Yeah. I was watching some of that game Saturday night. That Woo! was that was fun. Yeah. They're going back and forth. It was like 48 45. Yeah. And
3: USC's defense is.
2: Awful, Awful, right? I mean, they they just have to outscore. They can
3: score with anybody in the country. For them to win, they almost against like a Georgia against you know any other top team in the SEC. They're going to have to put up fifty plus
2: to win, and that may not even be enough. Hey, our buddy Kenny Kim is on the chat now. He says, "How about them Illini? Well, they almost beat Michigan, but now they're going to play Northwestern in the big rivalry, Tim.
0: And you know how that goes. (sighs) Usually, it's always an upset. Northwestern plays up." No one cares about Northwest, they suck. That's true. Oh, they would yeah. like to play up. Trash. Yeah. Tr. Just, just ask her. H- guy, guy Mike Monaco was gonna about book that. i going to bookpath Fitzgerald. For Illinois, next week, but Illinois, I guess yeah, that's hey, out listen, the window. Listen,
3: well, listen. I'm sorry. It's true. Okay. He, he's the safest coach in America. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> that guy will never get fired. Yeah. This team will be three and three and twelve. <laughs> He'll still keep a job. He ain't going nowhere. Wow. Hey, I'm sorry. It's true.
2: Oh, Kenny just I'm said sorry. I meant the basketball analyst. team.
3: Oh, basketball oh look basketball good. Basketball. They beat they look UCLA. Good, yeah. Yeah. They
0: beat UCLA, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, but that that that's a different coaching the, the
2: deal. The transfer there. from uh, Terrence Shannon from uh Oh te- from and, I, Texas. and I coached
3: his father. Terrence right? Sand- I coached wow. Terrence Shannon senior He's a good player. when I was in uh when I was in Rockford, he played for me as a rookie. Dad yeah. was dad was an unbelievable athlete. Chris Could jump Collins out the gym. Six you, eight. Right? No, no, Chris Collins dad didn't coach me. He got fired, he drafted me and Doug got fired oh. when I came in. Yeah. Doug, I wish Doug would. I was trying I to tie the truth together. I here. wish Doug would, with 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 the I'm just saying, you know, because <laughs> I told you the best defense <laughs> I <laughs> saw was Phil Jackson
2: That's the only person guard me. So whispers, what do you think is the best rivalry in college football?
0: Boy, it, it keeps changing year to year, doesn't it? Yeah, but I, I still love the Iron Bowl. I mean, I, I it's uh, yeah.
2: That doesn't mean anything uh, this year, unfortunately. I know,
0: but that was always like the one you had to watch the past uh, decade. I would say no. Yeah, I know. I know, Mr. Red River. OU
2: Texas <laughs> is the
3: biggest rivalry. OU Texas Weekend. Oh, I don't know if you guys ever been down there for the weekend. Oh Lord, have mercy! <laughs> Forget the game. No one's going to the game. It's, I it's think what, I know where this is going. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's what goes on. He's, he's why the, the game the is going? So, yeah, this <laughs> is all the, the I tell you, I've I, I've been to two my whole lifetime because normally we, you know, normally that's during basketball time, you know, and so I was being I was interviewing an agent uh, my senior year. I went down there. Oh, I the NCAA. Is this still legal? Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, yeah, I, I had some nice benefits when I was down there. Oh man. I felt like Chris Tucker in the Rush Hour Two when he had when he I'm went to the, to sweat. when he went to the massage <laughs> parlor. And says I'll I'll take her and her <laughs> and her. That was kind of like my Chris Tucker moment. I said I'll take her and her wow. and her and and her too.
0: God, who do you think you are, Bob Craft? <laughs> and, and she'll
3: what? like it too.
0: <laughs> All right, Bob Craft. Hey, no, Bob Craft was Stacy.
2: A lot of people in the chat are, are wondering where Christopher Walken is for the holiday. It's time for him to, oh. to talk about the hot sauce.
0: Are we talking about recipes now?
2: Whatever you want to do, Chris.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, thanks for inviting me. I mean, when you're talking about spicing up your holidays and you're adding a little sauce to your dishes, well, look no further. Now, give me the hot sauce. I mean, we got it all. I mean, I don't care if it's one of them cheesecakes from last week, them spicy little numbers. Like the girl that brought him in. <laughs> hey, don't laugh. She was nice. <laughs> she's probably what? listening. And feel free. Marine to Marine Kelly up.
3: line two. Marine <laughs> Kelly line two.
0: I don't know. And who her talk- attorney. <laughs> she's like She's nice too. <laughs> so, anyhow, visit gimmethatsauce.com. Use King twenty one to get twenty percent off your first order. And you'll have it in time for the holidays if you move quickly. If you don't, ah, tough shit.
2: Hey, it's all up to that hot sauce packer, Tim Kelly, to get that stuff out for the holidays.
0: I told you last week, I don't even like that guy. (laughs) He does a terrible job. Last bottles in my house were broken. I think he was playing a joke on me.
2: Package with love. GiveMeTheHotSauce.com for all your holiday needs. We want to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving coming up. Uh, obviously, everybody has their their favorite dishes, their favorite traditions going on. Let's uh, let's start with Stacy. What, what do you got? What what kind of uh, dishes are your favorite for Thanksgiving holiday?
3: You know, I switched to I switched to the fried turkey. Uh, the uh-huh. fried turkey is is the move, man. Okay, uh, stuffing with the gravy and the pecan pie. Uh, I'm also a ham guy. You know, before the fried turkey, it was always ham. Like, cause I got, you know, my mom would stretch out a turkey for two weeks. You know, you grew up in that kind of household, you know, it'd go two weeks, turkey sandwiches, turkey jerky, turkey soup. You know, you'd have turkey in your lunchbox, and you try to make a trade for yeah, a ding-dong yeah. or something. i yeah, will no. give you this turkey sandwich for the ding-dong. Nobody Keep wants turkey. that. Keep yeah. the turkey. Nobody wants that. <laughs> so I'd come home and say, Mom, why do going we gonna eat turkey every day? Because <laughs> we're not throwing anything away. Like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, yeah, I'm not a big turkey fan. I like the dark meat on the turkey. But uh, the fried turkey, if you've never had a fried turkey. Mark, you're Mark, you ever had a fried turkey? Uh, yes. Okay, how about you, Tim?
0: Uh, yeah, I've had one.
3: Okay, I don't know if you were, uh, listen. I, I tried one one year. Uh, I normally have people make it. I tried one one year. I almost caught the king household on fire, baby. Oh lord, it's it oh, dangerous. Oh lord, it's dangerous. It is. Yeah. It, yeah. Is. Yeah, it, it is. is. Every year they're uh, burning hey, down the house. Let me tell you something. I, hey, it was the king almost caught on fire, baby. <laughs> I'm like, I'm never again. Never again at that, that peanut oil that the high. Yeah, oh yeah. my God! Yeah. Now that's a, uh, that's a fire. That's a fire, man. Hey, I, I, I said I will never do that again. Never did. Never. So do
2: you have to postpone Thanksgiving now since you're traveling uh, uh,
3: on the holiday? No, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna coming over to, to Whisper's house. I didn't he didn't invite me, but I'm inviting myself. Just, yeah, the door, I'm just gonna yeah. show up over yeah. to Tim's house. You That's know. a good idea. Yeah, feel free. Because you know, normally, you know, normally when he has some kind of get together food, he expects me to serve. He says, "Hey, do you got a pair of gloves and a, <laughs> and, a, and, a and a tuxedo?" And I'm like, "Why? Because we need to serve hors d'oeuvres on the boat."
0: Well he gets always hot, so I use the tuxedo t shirt.
3: <laughs> so I'm gonna pop up over the Kelly household and uh, you know, I'm gonna have dinner over there. You know, I'd be like a raisin a bowl of
2: cream of wheat. I'll be the only black person over there, but I'm looking forward to it's it. It's all right. So you're gonna make your turkey on the Traeger
0: grill or Oh, you know it. Are you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Smoke it? Smoke it. I gotta cut it into small pieces, but it'll be all right. It's a fifty eight pounder i got to cut it down. 58 pounds? Yeah, you could have ridden this thing before I killed it.
3: (laughs) It
2: was an ostrich.
0: Why did you get a turkey that big? How many people are you trying to feed? There's a lot, because I knew Stacy would stop by. And you're going to be sending him sandwiches for the next month, right? That's right, and turkey pudding.
2: Ooh. Just like Whispers. It's delicious. That's nasty. So what do you got on your list of favorites, Whispers?
0: Oh, man, it's not about the favorites. It's about the bad dishes. And I know I brought this up before. <laughs> rutabaga. What a, what a shock oh. that Whisper says. Oh, a beer is definitely there. one of my favorites. And Rutabaga. Not because it tastes good, it's good for you. What you know. is
3: Rutabaga? What is Rutabaga? It's like a really? root? Yeah, I never heard it's of that. It's basically
0: a root. A root of what? Eating. It's a Rutabaga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw This Oh, that this clears clean. it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what I just trying to help out here. <laughs> you <laughs> like Rutabaga? Well, potatoes are root as well. This is just another type of, you know, that kind of root. Is that but what
3: you're serving at the at the Kelly household,
0: rutabaga? We usually throw some out there and some other things. But, uh, you know, it's the, uh, are we getting to the bad dishes yet?
2: I don't know. Do we have bad dishes for we Are we doing those or no? I think we
0: did that last the year. Yeah, the, the, the canned green beans, though. That 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 BS. Yeah. Ooh, who in the hell eats canned green beans? I, excuse me, Whispers. Was, oh, my. I God. told you. Campbell's made that up to get rid of that damn soup.
3: <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. It's true.
2: They did. It's a, it's a casserole made with the green beans. Yeah. Cream of mushroom soup.
0: But, but you've had that, right? Toasted onions. Yeah. Onion rings on but yeah. everything is pre-made. That's a bunch of crap. I mean, you, you just still, throw it, it all in a bowl. It's and like anything else you got to cook. on top and you warm it up and you call it a meal.
2: Oh, man. I feel you on that. It's a side dish.
3: That's a dish that nobody <laughs> eating. Like when, when it's time to leave, anybody want this uh, uh, green bean uh, uh, casserole? Uh, no, oh, no, 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 we you're, got you're, enough. You're breaking my daughter's heart. You that's got, your favorite oh, that's her favorite? Yeah. No, it's, oh. it's, it's
0: not that it tastes bad. It's just what it is.
2: Yes, it tastes bad. I don't
3: care. Yeah.
0: I don't care. It's like I don't fruit roll-ups. See, certain people they know how to make good. that kind of stuff. Well,
2: when I, when I go to my daughter's house for lunch on Thanksgiving, I'm going to tell her that you guys ran down the green bean casserole. Yeah, you know what?
3: Brooke, Brooke, just don't make it. Don't don't do it this year. Just don't do it this
2: year.
0: Take the year off, bro. Take the year off. Brussels (laughs) sprouts.
3: Oh, oh. I tell you what, though. No, I take that back. When you get those, like, you go to, like, Smith & Walensky, and you get those, like, those uh, bacon um, Brussels sprouts with the Mm -hmm. Lots of bacon, though. (laughs) Lots of bacon. (laughs) Don't (laughs) Don't 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 want to taste the Brussels sprouts. Lots of balsamic. Unbelievable.
2: What about uh, what about tra- traditions? You know, I, I found that one of the best things that I enjoyed doing was uh, coming home during college years. Everybody would come home on that Wednesday and just pack the bar. It was like one of the most fun nights out.
0: Blackout Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Those those yeah. were great times. You know, people coming in <laughs> back in from out of state, no one had anywhere to go. Those oh, were yeah. those were crazy times. And then the next morning you wake up and you play football. It's supposed to be tagged, it always turns into tackle amazing people didn't just get destroyed yeah. I, really? I tell you I
3: mean I came back from college one year and we did uh, uh, naked jello wrestling with some girls from my high school that was some fun times oh I'm sorry this is the <laughs> wrong show I'm sorry America <laughs> I, I, I slipped we were talking about traditions I, I'm sorry we might have to edit that one wait, out I'm wait, sorry to, America
0: wait till that end for you guys because it was, it was, tomorrow's Wednesday
3: <laughs> well hey I'm telling you it was lime jello that's all I'm doing hey woo.
0: Lord, that three, that's, that's the best thing you can
3: do with Jello, too. Oh, you don't want to eat yes, it. oh, you know, I mean, you can eat it while you're down there wrestling with a with a nice, beautiful one. You know, just eat it all. her. Of, I was just saying, I you know, get her with a little miracle whip.
0: Was that in Oklahoma or Georgia? It was Oklahoma, boy.
3: Oklahoma, <laughs> boy. That's a, you know, it's a good old time. I got, I can write a book of some of the things I experienced. <laughs> <laughs> things so, Stacy's thankful for. Her. He's not sweating
0: yeah. anymore? No, no, it's, it's oh, cool America,
3: America. I'm telling you, Jell O wrestling with some hot hot Oh, don't even get me started. They don't even get Another me started. Thanksgiving Another Thanksgiving tradition. I'm So thankful here for Jell O Wrestling. Was that
0: cranberry jello? <laughs>
2: hey, before we get out of here, we wanna do we wanna do something Shut right. The hell up. <laughs> we we wanna have uh, Andy actually do the read oh! for Angel Water. Oh. That's how we do it. You're, you're the gonna legs. see when you try Do you have it in front of you? I do. you're I gonna have. see why it's such a problem because <laughs> w- we need you to get us some snappy copy that we can read that really gets the people yeah, excited about getting the yeah, water tested. Yeah, yeah. First, first of all, read what's in front of you and then, then, then give some know, suggestions on how we could spruce it up a little
1: Well, Angel Water, the source of Stacy King's oh. jello. Wait a minute, hold up. The source up. of oh, Stacy King's no, jello. Wait a minute, read the ad. Read, the, read, read, no. Read. Answer, that's how you make your jellos no, no. with read. angel water. What are you talking no, about? No, I want you to read what they tell you
3: to read here. Quick, All,
1: right. All right, there's a lot of nasty shit in Chicago <laughs> area water. That's that? why we only drank angel water here at the Hot Sauce Studios. They are health. Uh, what's that? They are the healthiest water around. Some bad As grammar there. Who wrote even that, come Norsepiece? around. Who wrote this? I didn't. <laughs> Who wrote to your Tim? home and test your water in? for free. That's you heard high it right here. <laughs> 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 for free, <laughs> they will come and give you a free assessment of your uh, how healthy your water is. Really is. <laughs> Stay hydrated all year long with water you can trust. Angel water. Who wrote this? Yep. You
2: got your 25 bucks worth is what I'm oh saying. I mean. His lawyer already called me for the
0: free fund.
1: It, <laughs> you didn't hit the phone number say, in there. It tr- do you trust uh, municipal water? you trust the, trust the city? If not, no. call Angel Water. Exactly. <laughs> How about that? See, that's what I like right there.
3: Short and Short sweet that. to the point. Yeah, because this thing that Tim wrote is... Oh, I wrote it out. Yeah, you wrote this. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's a lot of nasty shit. <laughs> well, this I wrote is, that. This is all Tim right here. This is oh, all Tim man. of America. Yeah. Timmy Whispers strikes again. Get the well, toxins like out of your whispers. water. Yeah. Call uh, Angel Water. No, seriously. We have no, to seriously. Put on Snoop to uh, yeah. you from Seriously, it. America, hey, call Angel Water. Seriously, hey. all jokes aside. And Snoop uses know, Angel. Listen, listen, all jokes aside. I mean, we, we joke about Andy. 30 okay. years of abuse. Okay. 30
1: more than that, I think. I mean, Andy, Andy
3: actually is this, is this <laughs> and tall. And I still call Stacey a friend. Andy actually is know. this tall right here, you know. He's about as tall as this little. <laughs> hey, 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 wow. hey, listen. Hey, but listen he, hey, listen, America, he does have great water. He has great service. <laughs> call him up he'll give you a discount i don't know how much it would be <laughs>
2: i don't know. just don't
3: mention uh, stacy mention uh, the show. My yeah. Stacey, we charge yeah. you more <laughs> wow america hear this it 30 like Wendy years City. of abuse 30,
2: 30 years of abuse yeah give angel water a call 847 382 7800 give him a call or
3: 382 nasty water
2: <laughs> <laughs> the information is on your screen so we're we're excited about thanksgiving coming up uh, I've got to drive to Milwaukee. Like I said, I'm going to have lunch and then head to the airport. Uh, one of the guys on the chat mentioned that I've got Adam Amin locked up in a closet somewhere. So I'll be doing the game on Friday, flying out on Thursday. Looking forward to working with Stacy on that. I'll uh, see all the tributes to him down in Oklahoma City. That'll be a lot of fun. You know, I'm as big as the governor down there. That's you know, right. So when I get, you'll see Mark. You'll yeah. see. You'll see how big I actually
3: am in Oklahoma. The we'll get off we'll, get off. we'll get on the plane. We will get off the plane, and then it'll be an escort to the to the hotel.
2: Marching band.
3: No, it's too cold for a marching band. <laughs> but you may see Hooter Girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jello wrestling? Just saying. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm too old for jello wrestling right now. I can't, hey, come on, man. You got uh, yeah, right to keep a happy home. Mark, Mark, you got to right keep there. a happy home right now, Mark. Right to the pink orchid. Mark, 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 you got to keep a happy home right now, Mark. Can't can't be, be. Don't spread rumors out there. Mm-hmm. You shut the hell up. I'm tired of you
0: oh you're like how do you know about the pink orchid? <laughs> I, I saw that <laughs> well, what,
3: what, what, what was the thing you asked me tonight? flashlight what is it? What,
0: what? <laughs> uh, we're not going there right now
2: hey, what are
3: you
0: doing Andy right? we <laughs> want to
2: thank you for coming by putting up with all our nonsense uh, that's Tim Timmy Whispers yeah. ladies and gentlemen well, I always know uh, when the show needs to be finished <laughs> uh, this <laughs> yeah, is that point this is that point yes, exactly we, we've reached that point where it's time to thank everybody mm-hmm. for watching and listening want to thank Mike Monaco for joining us he's next on my guy to put in the trunk look look, time. look,
3: look. Mo Larry and curling <laughs>
2: oh the crew happy Thanksgiving to the Sriracha crew
3: <laughs> that's our boys back there and our lady Maddie. enjoy
0: your green Willow. bean casserole Mark
2: Blackwood. yeah I will extra helping for both of you <laughs> Thank you. You, know, you guys have a great Thanksgiving your, as well and I'll, I'll see Stacy Thursday evening at the airport so yes, make sure you, you order will. your gimme the hot sauce gimme the hot got all the flavors ready to go Timmy will pack them with love that's He's right. to pack them. You're <laughs> going to pack them. Stacy, you want to say something for the folks as we get out of here? Drive home safely, Chicago. Beep, beep. Yeah, be safe out there. Have a great Thanksgiving, everyone.